Welcome, our fellow lovers of love, and thank you for joining us on yet another excursion through the stream of consciousness down the river of tranquility to fill the lake of life with love. And good evening, our fellow lovers of love out there. For those of you watching, I don't know what happened either. We're, my hair is green. Green tinted. The green screen's not working great tonight. So, yeah, we're going to deal with it. Otherwise, I would have taken 20 more minutes to fix it. And then, well, no, I just wasn't in the mood. So, <laughs> and we're talking about self-care tonight. And one of those things about self-care is, you know, don't get yourself frustrated. If you don't, absolutely have to. Since most of you listen, don't watch the green hair. You wouldn't have never have known if I would have told you, but, <laughs> <laughs> but that's how we roll around here. <laughs> that's what we do. So we do have got self-care on the list tonight. Let me get our up here. All right. And you can always contact us. You can send love a letter to love at late night love.us or you can use the contact form on late night love.us or all your various social media outlets. Okay, so self-care. Self-care is an important thing. And it often gets wrapped up in a lot of this, you know, the hipty-dipty, you know, um, oh, self-improvement. Airy fairy. Yeah, and you know, the, a lot of those that they can appear scamish from the outside. But, you know, sometimes people need someone to help them find a direction. And if someone helps you find a direction, you dump a couple thousand dollars to them. Is that actually a bad value or a good value for someone that spoke to you and you changed your life because of it? How much is that worth? You know, mm -hmm. now it's granted, you know, there's a, there's a line somewhere, right? There's a line somewhere between scam and between actually helping somebody. And it's hard to know where that line is um, unless you're kind of living it. But so, but Self-care is something we can all do by ourselves or with others every day. And I think what's most important in self-care is the decision to actually do it and the desire to actually follow through. A lot of people think they should, they're should they taking better care of themselves, and they're not, present company included. <laughs> <laughs> Standing person in the mirror. Right? I'm trying to do better. I'm trying... To, I've spent a long time learning how to take care of my mental self, you know, kind of ignored my physical self. So I'm trying to balance that now somewhat, you know, now that I've gotten the mental health part, I won't say dealt with, but under somewhat control, you can start to focus more on the other one, you know, but it all kind of matters because. Well, there's a balance to it. Well, and it matters. Your mental health affects your physical health. You know, hypertension. It does. Hypertension is one of the, what is it, the big killer, one of the big health risks. And so it is. Staying stressed. They call it the silent killer. That, that constant stress is not good for anybody. So, ways to cope with it, ways to deal with it, ways to de stress are kind of the things we're going to talk about tonight. Yes. But first, we're going to talk about what is self-care. And I like the definition that I found because it's very simple. 
It says self-care is doing something that nurtures or honors yourself. It includes physical activities such as exercise, dance, and yoga, as well as relaxing outlets such as reading or taking a warm bath. Yeah, it's anything that brings peace, pleasure, comfort. It doesn't have to be this grand big thing, but it has to be something. It almost has to be, I mean, you can actively do nothing for self-care. You know, if self-care is I'm going to take a nap all day, well, then take a nap all day. That's actively caring for yourself. But it, it is. Has, but it has to be an active choice. You can't kind of passively take care of yourself. You kind of have to actively make a choice to do it. You can get lucky. And sometimes, you know, your life kind of works in your favor for a while. But it's only going to do it for a while. <laughs> so, you know, make an active choice. And you don't have to start at the end. I think this is one of these things I want to get important to it's people. Start, you can start very slowly. It takes a while to build a habit. It takes, what, six to eight weeks? At, at best. And I'm going to give you a little secret. You don't actually know what your end is yet. You think you know what your end might going to be, but by the time you get somewhere near it, what you view as the end will have evolved. So just start on any path, right? It doesn't matter what your path is. Just pick a path. You know, if you need the path of least resistance, pick the path of least resistance. If you're somebody who needs a resistance, well, then do something difficult. But... Just do it. I try to find a, a balance in my self-care routine that's stuff that I really like to do that's a little passive and other things that are a little more active that I have to push myself a little bit. Yeah. So you find, everybody will find their, their thing. It's somewhere between that extremes is where most people live. <laughs> and so you'll find... It's just you have to look for it, I think, is kind of our point. It's a journey, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and we're going to talk about why self-care is so important. And it helps you perform at your best. It supports your overall well-being, mental, emotional, physical. Mm-hmm. It's cut. Self-care can help maintain self-confidence and self-esteem. It helps boost your inner strength. Yeah. Well, if you're feeling better about yourself, then you're going to be feel more like you're a better you. And that makes for, well, quite frankly, a better you. So if you're more of who you are, and when you take care of yourself, you tend to do things that you like to do. You become more, you know, more expressive of who you are. It's a self-fulfilling thing. It feeds on itself. I don't want to call it what it's not a Ruby Goldberg machine. Oh, it's a perpetual, like a perpetual motion machine. It actually creates its own motion. It's one of the few things in life does it once you give it a good shove. It'll get more energy out of it in the long run than you put into it. Just well. Yeah. Now, it may take a while to get there, to get to that point, but you'll get there eventually. 
Okay, so where are we at? It makes us more aware of our personal needs. Mm -hmm. It actually takes some thought. You know, what do I like to do? What do I want to do? What do I want to improve on? What area do I want to work on? What area do I need to work on? Well, it also lets you just find, find things that, you know what, maybe I don't enjoy this anymore. This activity I used to enjoy, no longer my thing, and I want to go do model trains instead, whatever it is. You know? Yes, you can develop new interests. Yeah, you can move past old interests that no longer excite you and move on to new ones that are spark your interest or push new skills or whatever it is. And even within uh, a certain practice, I do meditation in the mornings. Um, I used to, I use a guided meditation and. Um, I've been lately, I've been doing a meditation sh series on chakras and seven chakras, seven days. It works out nicely. And, um, so that's new for me. It's been fun to learn new things, you know, try something different. And it takes me 10 minutes in the morning. I don't do any one activity for very long, except for my walk. And it allows you to be more resilient because you build up, you know, you build up your routines, you build up uh, confidence, which builds resilience. And if you're feeling better about yourself, you know, you're more resilient. You get more well rested, you know, if you're sleeping better. If you're simply less stressed, you know, you have more energy. Okay, it doesn't take a ton of time, and they give some examples. We're going to give some examples later. Yeah, there's a whole Kubota list. You know how lovey love lists. So there was a lot of lists in, in the website today. There's only a few links, but there's a lot of lists. <laughs> but you know what you need to do for yourself to kind of relax yourself and to, you know, energize yourself as your, as a human being. Yes. So I think that's... Okay, now it can be a social activity. You don't have to do this alone. Yeah. You can find friends or make new friends. Right? It doesn't have to be one or the other. Uh-huh. It can be both or either. Okay, so what else you got? So, okay, before we go, it can take a long time or it can be short. I'd like for those of you who would like some ideas, you think, okay, so I want to give it a shot. What the heck am I going to do? Well, we I love my list, don't you know? All right, but I just, I, I do want to say before you go on, I didn't think you were moving on. Um, the dangers of not practicing self-care, I actually do think we should cover that just oh. real quickly. Because there are dangers of yourself. Not only do you have the dangers associated being hypertension and whatnot, but you're less than who you are. You're less than who you want to be. You know, do you want to be the person you want to be, or do you want to be something else? It's a simple choice. Now, the 
path to being the person you want to be is long and windy and difficult. But would you rather be the person you don't want to be? And that's the danger of not participating in self-care. So, okay. On to Lubby's lists, <laughs> because <laughs> we kind of, she just called it a segment. Lubby loves lists, and we just, just, just give it around. Just give it up. All right, so what do we got? Okay, we have, we're just going to, I'm just going to throw some ideas out here. Yeah, because the list is 275 long, and y'all don't want to I'm this. not going into this, all yeah. of them. Okay, yeah, take clearly. an Take a nap without an alarm clock. Yeah. Learn about um, your local history. Take a, another route to work. Do a routine differently. Apparently, this helps develop, develop neural pathways and keep your brain healthy. Well, changing things. I just, hey, you know, take the scenic route every now and again. It doesn't hurt. If you make yourself some extra time, drive the easier drive. Yeah. Yeah. Some parts of the city you don't usually see. Why not? Now they suggested learn how to budget and take track, keep track of your money. Now that would make your life less stressful. Yeah. If money is stressing you out, that's one way to do it. Yeah. So quilt or crochet, there's tons of classes. Keep going. Oh, okay. I'm just not there yet. All right. Never mind. Keep going. And that it's a fun way to meet people, too. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, there's, and community centers, they're often very inexpensive. I, I, I can speak for, you know, areas that... I see every day, you know, organizations like I work for, it's cheap to join. Their classes are cheap, and yet you get, you know, the benefit of being part of a community. It's a, mm -hmm. you know, small investments, you, you get big rewards, and you get to help a community at the same time. And even if not, you know, the community center itself, they have, you know, people who give taekwondo classes or tap dancing classes or piano lessons, all right? They're just... Ooh, taekwondo, self-defense. Learn some self-defense. That's a big confidence booster. Yeah, and they actually just rent the room from the community center and their students, you know, the, the fees you pay actually pay for the room and their salary. And so they're not actually part of the community center, but they are, right? They're not a city program. They're just an entrepreneur small business person who's teaching classes. And so there's lots of things. And then they do have sponsored city sponsored programs, you know, go to the libraries or, or your local community centers. And there's always classes like there's an adult walking group or the, or the shuffleboard clubs or, the, <laughs> or bingo, you know, whatever it is that, you know, get yourself out there. Okay. Yeah. Try something new in your living space. Yeah, rearrange your furniture, paint a new look. Sure. You can write a limerick or a haiku writing. I recently had the idea to start creative writing again. I'm going to write 
stores for my three grandchildren. Cool. Um, you've done this one. You've coloring book, but you've actually started doing your your pencil cut drawings. You goof or play around for five minutes several times throughout the day. You do that with the kitty. Yes, I do. So there's that. Listen to a podcast on a topic that interests you, but you have yet to explore. Here's a good one if you're interested in keeping your mental ups. Uh, use online tutorials to learn something new, you know, Photoshop or, or Excel or something like that. Nice. Stuff that you wanted to need to learn anyway. Yeah, and you can it. add that on your resume, too. Yeah. So discover your stress indicators. Think about yourself, you know. Dig down, contemplate, so you know what you so you can respond sooner before you actually have a bigger impact on your life, bigger negative impact. Okay, learn the basics of a new language. Um, my mother was from Denmark. I visited twice as a child, and I know a bit of Danish, but I always wanted to learn more. So now I started not too long ago learning Danish on Duolingo. Duolingo is an app. It's free um, for the basic service. If you want a more advanced service, then they then you have to pay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We can go down. How far down the list did you want to go? Because I'm down here on the list, and you know, here's one for me: fix small annoyances that's been bothering you at home. You know, something that's just been irritating you. Just all right, buckle up and fix it. It's been irritating you for six months. It's going to take you 20 minutes to fix it. <laughs> so fix it. Pat yourself on the back. You know, and buy yourself a burger for as a reward. You know, something, whatever it is. <laughs> fix it. Give yourself some small successes. Yes. Pat yourself on the back. If you, okay, now this says if you're feeling overwhelmed, create a plan by listing out your three most important tasks and tackling them first. Now, this also goes for your self care routine. I sat down and I divided up mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual. And I picked a task for each one. So it's just an idea. Yeah. And find your way, right? We're just throwing out ideas. You are going to want to find your your specific way that works for your lifestyle, your wants, your needs, your personalities. You know, so we're just throwing stuff out. There's no one buddy can do all of these. And it's not meant to. It's meant to think to spark an idea in your head so you can go off and search for your own path. Okay, take a mental health day. Hmm? All right. Yeah, mental health days are good. So I want to skip down to the emotional ones real quick? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, one of the things about taking care of your emotional well-being you know, is first thing you have to be is aware of your emotional well-being. You know, that's one of the things many of us are bad at, is actually taking stock of our emotions, spend some time with ourselves in the proverbial mirror. And, you know, first thing is you have to become comfortable with that. And so it's very first thing they actually put on this list for this is allow yourself to feel and express all of your feelings. You know, find yourself a safe and appropriate environment and allow yourself to do it. 
Well, I'll never forget, you were out there, stuck on a road. The car had broken down. You were so frustrated. You started you were screaming and yelling and kicking, kicking rocks. <laughs> and here comes a cop, and he's like, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <it's> just venting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was no one to hear me but the freaking lizards. So, you know, what that's what. It's all good. It was just venting. Exactly. So, yeah, I felt better. <laughs> Did it do any good? No, not at all. <laughs> but it did because, you know, I felt a little better. Got some of that, ener you know, that negative energy out. And that's kind of the point of it. Sometimes you just have to get it out. Dedicate a week to saying only positive things on your favorite social media channel. Shouldn't that be a rule? Well, no. Sometimes, you know, real life isn't always positive. So, you know, if you're sharing your true self on social media, which is, frankly, my suggestion, you don't overshare, but you don't always, don't just post the brighter sides of your life because it's kind of a phony selection, right? But... Taking the time to make sure you post positive things and only doing it, you know, every now and again, take a week where that's all you do. It's not a bad idea. There's nothing wrong with only posting kind of quasi, you know, things. But for me, if you're going to post on social media, post truth, not just partial truth. Yeah, if all you're going to post is your... Now, if all you're posting is what you're eating for dinner or something, then that's just your way you use social media and that's fine. <laughs> you know, it's, you know, there's it's kind of things like that. So I don't, it's not a hard, fast rule. So, <laughs> you know, just use it for us for your dinner, for your dinner. All right. What's next? Have a good cry. If you need one, you can kind of present a couple of those, have a good long, carthetic cry. And then a couple ones down, they go, watch it, watch a very sad movie or watch a very good movie. You know, a movie that emotional movie, positive emotions can do that too. You know, I can cry because of a positive emotion. It doesn't, you don't have to just have a negative cry. All right. Take a moment to name your emotions without judging them. Yeah, I get that one. You know, I I named the the I to get the uh to get pal to help me identify the anxiety disorder the kind of the general anxiety where you're afraid of anything and everything and nothing all at the same time i called it a you know i had call it a satellite falling on my head i wasn't really afraid of a satellite falling on my head even though in a representative from an artistic expression point of view i was afraid of a satellite falling on my head it was as ridiculous as it was so but, of course, going outside the house is just as dangerous from a satellite phone on your head as inside the house. So none of it makes any sense, which is why you kind of choose that. But it's all very weird. But it does. It makes it easier to kind of come to terms with the silliness of it if you can give it an accurate label. Yeah. Yeah. Read feel-good poetry. There's one. Uh, Tap into your creative side, painting, creative art. Mm -hmm. Release your fear, anxiety, anger, and frustration on paper. Um, I decided to 
use watercolor. It's real cheap. You can get a set on Amazon. It comes with the paper and everything. <coughs> and I'm not very good at, from a critical standpoint. I have no idea what I'm doing from a technical standpoint. I just know that I like, I think of an emotion. I think of colors that are associated with it and then I paint in those colors yeah and then I mail them to family see there you go so here's one for you give do it unconditionally with no strings attached and just see what happens just see what happens you know helping others is it's good for the soul Clean up your work area. Mm -hmm. All right. So what else we got? That's it's. If you want to cover that last article a little bit, you can. I want to move on. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now, if you want ways to take time, because that's a big question. How do we have find time? Okay. Well, first thing in the morning, you can wake up 10 minutes early, and 20 minutes earlier and do your own little thing. And that's what the first suggestion is, is to make your own rituals. Okay, but to get up 10 minutes earlier, 20 minutes earlier, doesn't that mean you need to go to bed 20 minutes earlier? You're just chained, You're just kicking your time down the road, I think, on that one. You're just shifting time. You're not actually making time. Otherwise, you're sucking time from your sleep, and that's not taking care of yourself. Just saying. So, you know, hey, maybe find a way to make time and go to bed 20 minutes earlier. Maybe it's worth it if 20 minutes in the morning is where you can find your peace or where you need to do it. I'm just saying. It's a delightful way to wake up. I'm just saying, don't take it from your sleep. Alone. Just taking it from your sleep is not taking care of yourself. Well, that's true. <laughs> so that's what I'm all pointing out. Okay, you can use aromatherapy. That's mm -hmm. a very quick one. Uh-huh. So take advantage of your busy schedule is the next one. You know, maybe there's always something you're already doing. You know, maybe you can drive in a car and you can listen to motivational podcasts or you know, be more selective on the music you listen to or in, on the way to work. You know, who knows? Whatever it is you're doing, just you can find some ways to um, use that time in, to your advantage. Setting alarms. So make sure you use an alarm so you can get breaks. Well, don't forget to not take breaks. Yeah. Try acupressure points. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sound baths. That's, that's a quick one. one. Yep. And so are sound baths. You know, find the, the noise that pleases you. Not necessarily music, but it can be. You know, it could be rain, sound of rain or whatever. I had a great two-hour rain tape when I was in college for studying. It was fantastic. Yeah. And emotional freedom technique. So... You might want to go look up exactly what that is. But there's ways to kind of, the point is to find some way to 
relax. Become yourself. Sit with yourself. Allow the stresses of the world to wash over you for a few minutes. You're not ignoring them, and they're not going to change in 10 minutes. So it's okay for you to unplug from them, I think is an important important point there. All right. So where are we at? So taking care of yourselves. I don't know. I think we've kind of covered taking care of yourselves. But I just want to reiterate how important it actually is. Because for many of us, especially when you're young, in your 20s, you know, you you think you're indestructible, except you don't. You just don't think about it is really what it is. It's not that you think you're indestructible. We look at back that. You, you don't think you're indestructible. You just don't think about long-term repercussions of the stress. So you, when you become 30, 35, 40, you know, you don't have the skills you need because you haven't practiced when you could. So now you're all struggling. We're all kind of struggling to learn how to do this. I'm right along with you. I didn't start till 35, 40 years old. So <laughs> down that path of learning how to care for myself. By that time, you've got all kinds of stuff you have to kind of deal with along with it. So the sooner you start taking care of yourself, the better off you will be. And the faster you will become the person you want to be, which you'll never become because they're always evolving. But that's a whole different philosophical discussion. <laughs> <laughs> I could go on for way too long and no, and maybe you do want to hear that one day. So maybe we'll, we'll think about that. All right. What do we got tonight, Lovey? Okay. We have questions. So we're going to start with relationship questions. Okay. A colleague, female 30, is in love with me, quote unquote, male 33. And the entire workplace is a buzz with it. I'm not interested. How do I let her down easy while still maintaining a working relationship? I wouldn't do a damn thing. Just let it be. It'll die out by itself. But that's me. Because she hasn't actually done with it. She's just infatuated. She'll move on. Just don't show any interest. Just keep it professional. It'll be fine. Addressing it almost makes it real, so don't. I didn't say it's the right thing to do. I said that's what I would do. <laughs> well, of course, there are some merits to it, yes. Yeah, and then there's the granted thing I wouldn't notice. So <laughs> then there's that. No, but... I do, you're in a no-win situation, so when you're in a no-win situation, don't play the game. Just do your thing and only deal with it if you absolutely have to. It was on the other foot. You're talking something different, but you know the situation roles were reversed type of thing. It'd be different, but it's not. So unless she's aggressive or about it, if she's just you know, talking silently in the in the woman's bathroom or something. Don't worry about it. Be a man. <laughs> Be flattered. You know, <laughs> whatever. I, I just wouldn't worry about it. What do you, anything for you over there? Well, I would be kind to her, but 
I'm not saying being, I'm, that, that is, for me, that's being as kind as it's going to be, you can be, right? It's just to not lead her on, but. Right, right, and, right. But let it run its course. Yeah. You know, and if you have to address it, if it comes to the point where you have to address it, then you address it as kindly as possible. But unless you have to, I, I wouldn't. Well, you can always use the thing I don't date at work if she starts getting aggressive. Yeah, but what if it's not true? <laughs> <laughs> I sure need to know that. Well, then you better not be dating at work. Then <laughs> it better become true. <laughs> I, I'm just saying it. It just seems to be an infatuation, and she'll move on. It's just one of those things. You could actually argue it's what attractive women work at places like warehouses and whatnot have to deal with. And the best way for them to deal with it is the same thing. You just ignore it. For a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Because you just become one of the team after a little while. And, you know, it's like your brother, you know, it's like being attracted to your brother. It doesn't work after a while. So, (laughs) you know, after a couple of those late knife shifts where, you know, everybody has to just becomes like, you know, being attracted to your sister. It doesn't work. All right. So (laughs) what's next? I see. Exactly. Should I break up with my boyfriend because he doesn't like my dog? They're both 24. Well, that's kind of a silly reason to break up with your boyfriend and by it's, you know, in and of itself. But, um, you know, if you're asking the question, my guess is there's other reasons why you're asking the question. I would examine those. In short, <laughs> was there any, but anything deeper on that question or was it? Was no, it, no, that was it. It was very short and sweet. My guess, if that's the, there's probably other reasons that she's willing to ask that question because it's not something you ask the question over unless it's triggering some kind of red flag. You know, how aggressively he doesn't like the dog or something. Well, if he's a jerk. Yeah. Now, if he just, maybe he's afraid of dogs. Maybe he got bit as a child and there's some past trauma and that's why he doesn't like dogs. Maybe it's not your dog specifically. You know, it's just dogs. You know, may be worth exploring. You can ask him why. Yeah. And it may be difficult for him. You know, he's 24. He may not be able to rationally explain it for a while. Might give him some time to work through it. But, you know, so short answer is depends. Really? (laughs) Yeah. And like a lot of these, it kind of depends. If that's the only thing, I'm skeptical. But if it's triggering a red flag, then it depends. Okay. All right. My 34-year-old male husband doesn't want to have a baby with me. 34 female. He wants to wait until we own our own home. I'm running out of time. How do I make him budge on this? A, you're not running out of time, but B, owning your own home isn't the world's greatest, you know, it's not this thing that you have to have. To, it's an emotional decision, not an economic one. And right now, it's not the time to buy a house. You're going to want to do it in three years anyway. And the house you want and you need, the amount of space you need as an infant is different than the amount of space you need as a toddler, young child. So you're going to want to move anyway. And So just keep having the discussion and stop trying to budge them. Just have the discussion. You actually want to change his mind, but you're 34. You've got a couple years, three, four, five years. 
That's what I would say. You've had a ways, yeah. Yeah, but it's it, she is correct that you know without medical intervention, her time is starting to become close. And the own their own home. It's one of these things that's it's a traditional view, but I'm not. We don't want to dissuade it, but it, it's not actually necessary. No, it's not. It's it's an emotional choice, and in fact, in economies that are all you know likely we're facing you know now is not the time to buy a home you want to wait till prices drop and then you can buy a home so you know oddly enough it may be best for you to start your family now and in three years you buy the house and then when your child's a toddler when he needs to be in a better neighborhood you can afford to move into a neighborhood better neighborhood because what you don't want to do now is get locked into a house you can't afford to move out of So, then, okay, so all that depends upon where you live and blah, 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 blah. All right. So, how do you get into budge? Just have the discussion and stop trying to move him. And that's the best way to make him to move. Because you try to shove him, he's just going to dig his heels in instinctively. So, the best way to move him is to not try to move him. Just have the discussion pleasantly. Okay. All right. Me and my girlfriend, male 30, female 25 are fighting because she went to another state to meet a new male friend. How do I get her to see my side of it? Well, if you want to get her to see your side of it, you're going to have to see her side of it. And then once she feels you've understood her side, then she'll feel, feel free to understand yours. That's the only way. Now, what's really going on, don't know. <laughs> you know, could be nothing. She's 25. Yeah. She's wanting to make new friends and have her, her boyfriend. That's what she wants. She may be wanting her cake and eating it, too. You know, we don't know from this far. Out. That's true. So, you know, she is 25. He's 30. Maybe she's too mature to know how to end a relationship properly. This is her way of doing it. Who knows? There's too many variables. But from the question at hand, if you want to her to see your side, you need to see hers. Then she'll feel free to, you know, see yours. Whether y'all actually want to see that or not is an open question. Sometimes ignorance is bliss. Other times it's time to move on. Okay. What a, uh, and for us, it's time to move on to something else. Pick another category, my love. Parenting. All righty. Husband doesn't agree that I take my five-year-old son to the woman's restroom in public. What's the problem? There isn't one. He's just stuck on kind of traditions, things. He'll get over it. It just feels wrong to him. That's <laughs> all it is. And at five... It's starting to become the age where it's actually creepier the other way when you have when you're a father and have to take your five year old daughter into the men's bathroom. <laughs> That's the one that actually is creepier. But why? I don't know. It's just an emotional reaction. It's not a logical reaction. So you have to deal with it as an emotional level. You can't fight that logically. It's, it's you know because it's not a logical thing. It's an emotional thing. It just feels wrong. 
feels wrong. <laughs> There's no logic to it. It just feels wrong. Yeah. So, yeah, if you're going to have, that's the problem. It just feels wrong. And the reason he can't explain why is because it's a feeling. It's not an emotion. It's not a logic. And we don't understand our feelings, that kind of thing. Well, and then there's no way to justify a feeling. It just is. So, maybe acknowledge that it's a feeling. So I get that you feel that it's wrong. It just feels weird and strange and icky or whatever things. You can't really quite put a proper word to it. But I can't send him into the men's room by himself. So, <laughs> and then you deal with the practicalities of it, and he'll move. he won't like it, but he'll move on. <laughs> okay. Right. So. Just you acknowledge the emotions with it and then, you know, and with the practicality that you can't send him into the men's room by himself. So, okay. Do you let your kids climb up the slide? Apparently, this one parent had an altercation at the playground. No, well, if there's no other children using it, then yes. But if there's children using it, then, well, no. You, it's, you know, that kind of thing. Practicalities again, you know. You don't disrupt other people from using the slide the way it was meant to be used, but if no one's using it, you can't hurt a slide running up it. So run up the slide, knock yourself out. That's that's the thing. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, you'll there's people who have an altercation for anything these days. So yeah, that's sorry that you had to deal with it. Okay, what's next? How do you get your toddler 20 months to stop using their pacifier? Lose it. Just don't buy them a new one. My mother told me that little children and poor children needed my bottles. There were babies who didn't have bottles. Jesus needed Christ. needed my bottles. <laughs> so I gave up my bottles for the babies. Jesus Christ. Just... Stop giving them to them. <laughs> that was always my solution. Well, you lost that one. I'm not buying it anymore. <laughs> that's the last one you're getting. And yeah, that's the last one we get. When that one's done, broken, lost, or whatever. They don't get another one. That's what we did. So I don't know. So there you go. Those you got two solutions. You can emotionally guilt trip them as a toddler into giving up their bottle <laughs> semi-willingly. Or you can just natural consequences of children being children, they'll lose them and don't replace them. There's so there's a couple suggestions. Okay. What is a good hourly wage for a 13-year-old babysitter? Oh good lord, I have no clue. Boy, I don't either. But I always I always I would think about what? A good eight bucks an hour if you're gonna be having uh, uh, under. I'm talking at least minimum wage, right? Training yeah, wages. Yeah, you so that's really should. 15, 20 bucks an hour, depending upon where you're at. So, yeah. And just remember, these are people who are taking care of your your most precious things. Now, 13 year old, if it's family or a close friend, you can probably get away with paying them a little less because they're doing it for favors pocket change as much as they are for economic you know 
activity. So there is some of that that you can consider. But, you know, that has always been babysitter. I, we always hated babysitter. So, so I always use my sister. <laughs> All right. So what else we got now? We going to work? Yeah, we're going to work. Okay. Is it normal for companies to invite, not to invite spouses to any celebrations or events? Is it normal? It's within the realm of normal. Yeah. It's some, you know, you don't want to pay for everybody. And some people don't have spouses. And so you just invite their workers. Yeah. yeah. It's called team building. You know, it's not, not spouse building. It's just a, you know, and sometimes some companies do, and sometimes they have events. You know, there's a very wide variety of mixes. Be glad that they have them at all, I suppose, is one way to look at it, even though I never particularly cared about those things. But I got to go. God damn it. <laughs> Can't I just work instead? <laughs> I don't want to go bowling with you people. <laughs> I don't have to work with you. So anyway, so I don't know. Yes, it's within the realm of normal, but you got to remember normal is between none, restrictive to company people, restricted to parts of the company people, and invite, you know, friends and family and whatever into a big, huge picnic, which is, I used to work for a company that did that every year. They'd have a big, huge picnic and friends and family, whatever we come. So the whole nice. gamut, the whole gamut is, oh God, it was a fucking drag. Um, <laughs> it's the worst thing on earth. So, <laughs> so anyway, so yes, it's normal. All right. Obviously, somebody wants to go, and you just did not have a good time. No, I have to work with those people all day. Why do I want to spend a weekend day with them? No. All right. So, can I decline to have HR in a disciplinary meeting? Um. No, <laughs> would be my guess. <laughs> Who's he having the meeting with? <laughs> That's kind of how they work. <laughs> so, <laughs> unless you're a union shop or something, then there's some other thing, and even then, probably not. It's probably specified in the union contract. But my guess is no. And you know, why are you having a disciplinary meeting? Maybe you should. Find a different place to work or, you know, behave yourself. I don't know. Kind of, what kind of disciplinary meeting was it? It didn't stay. But no, just deal with it. All right, what's next? Okay. Should I have to go to work on a day outside of my availability because of a corporate event? Aha. See, just like I said, should you have to? No. Is it good for your career? Probably. If you care about your career, is it just a job? And then you can make a choice. On the plus side, I once won a little mini DVD player. I one of those things. Oh, yeah. Yeah, same. Yeah. The food was terrible, but, you know, whatever. Okay. <laughs> What's next? How would you ask for the top of the salary range? Well... You go to your your boss or your supervisor and you say, you know, I think I'm adding more value than I'm getting compensated for. 
and said, can we talk about increasing my salary to the top of the range or some such discussion? Go to YouTube and look for Life After Layoffs, and there's a video there on how to ask for a raise. So go to look for videos on YouTube and stuff like that to get more accurate information than you can get from me. But the, uh, at least some specifics, but the only way, you can only get it by asking. But I also want to say the best way to get a raise is to change jobs. So you're going to get a bigger raise going somewhere else than you will get it by sticking around in your current position. 99 times out of 100. So there's the long-term answer for that. Okay. Now, grass isn't always greener. Money isn't always the main motivator, right? So, you know, if you have a three-minute commute, and now it's going to be a 30-minute commute to make an extra five grand a year, maybe it's not worth it. <laughs> you know, it's just... Yeah, so... Money is at all. Money is in everything. Cultures, some things, and whatnot. So, but if you think you're worth it, you're going to have to figure out how to ask for it. And that's what you're going to have to do. Okay, what's next? All right, we have six questions. All right, my let's get going. My boyfriend told me he wants to try and smell my underwear. Is this normal? Well, I don't like the word normal, but it's very common. And did you know that they sell dirty underwear out of vending machines in Japan? Yeah. Japan's weird about these kinds of things. They also pixelate private parts. It's very strange. <laughs> they, sell, they sell underwear in, in, in vending machines, but they're in their porn. They pixelate private parts. Go figure. <laughs> That's so odd. <laughs> yeah. So... Is it normal? It's in the range of things people do. Yes. Are you comfortable with it? It's up to you. He was clearly comfortable with it, uh, with you enough to ask and talk to you about it rather than just, you know, pull your underwear out of the, the laundry. Be sneaky about it. So, I mean, you have something there to at least to work with. At least you've got a solid, solid relationship, a foundational relationship to work from. So if the question is, is it normal? It's normal enough. <laughs> it's not the strangest thing we've heard of. <laughs> not at all. In the grand scheme of things, it's pretty tame. <laughs> so, you know, now, what do you feel about it is an open question. You're going to have to sit with that you know, and see what you do. We all get to make our decisions about these kinds of things. So, I don't know. So, there you go. The answer is normal enough. Okay. Okay. My wife wants more sex than I keep up with. She has a much higher sex drive than I do. Does this mean she will cheat? Well, no. It just means she has a higher sex drive than you do. You know, there's other ways she can fulfill that sex drive other than cheating. You know, there's maybe things you could do to help your sex drive. Maybe not. I don't know what ages are or anything but you know and sex drives evolve and change so it's could, could she be. could be at her sexual peak right now and 
Yeah. And it's Oh, you know. Her biological. That's why. It could be, you know, we talked about earlier about the woman's biological clock. Her biological clock could be ticking like crazy, and that's why she's in the mood all the time. What she really wants is a baby. So, (laughs) (laughs) you know, the world works works in mysterious ways, right? We're kind of designed that way. So, you know, does it mean she'll cheat? No. No, it does not. No, it does not. So. So there, but you know, there's ways to resolve the differences. Just keep talking about it and you guys will work through it. Okay. Okay. Do you usually kiss during sex? Well, usually sex is something that's vigorous. There's not, you kind of got to take a break for kissing. Well, it kind of depends what you've defined, you know, you're, Sex is no longer viewed as just the sex within the confines of the marital bed, right? Which, in that case, the answer would be yes. Generally speaking, you would be kissing at some point during the altercation. <laughs> you know, it, it happens, yes. How much is entirely dependent upon the prevalences and provocations and activities of that general evening, but... That generally is the common occurrence. Now, if you're kind of hooking up on randomly with people on, you know, swiping, what is it, left or right, or I don't even know. I don't even know. If you're swiping the correct or wrong direction and whichever, I don't know, whichever it is, if you're swiping and connecting, and maybe kissing is a little too intimate for you because, I don't know, some people are weird like that, and kissing is somehow more intimate than engaging in in the, in the bouncy bouncy <laughs> somehow and so yeah so that does much kissing may not be involved so it all there's as we've discussed normal is a wide range of things this is we used to kind of view normal as what was kind of in the center of the brain but now we view normal as just the wide range of things you know, there's a handful of things that sit outside of normal. That's really all it is now. We've kind of realized that behind closed doors, we are a freaky group of human beings or a freaky group of things. Yes, we are. Yeah, but we're just animals, so it's not even our fault. Nature. We believe in evolution. It just means we're an evolutionary. These are evolutionary proclivities, and they exist for some reason or another. Saying, well, yeah, you have to accept the consequences of the theory. <laughs> so, anyway, talk about going off of a tangent, we got onto evolution. Really? really? All right, so what's next? What's okay, next? last question. My girlfriend thinks it's weird that I own a masturbator while we're in a relationship. Am I being weird? Well, I don't know. Did you own it beforehand? For the yes, he did. Well, what, are you supposed to throw it away? Apparently. I don't know. Maybe she should talk about that. But Just because you're in a relationship doesn't mean you don't masturbate also. And does she have to throw it? Would she throw away? Maybe she's one did of Did she kids. throw away her vibrator? Maybe she doesn't have one. Oh, my God. Maybe she's someone who doesn't. Play with toys. Not everybody plays with toys. So maybe that's why she feels I dated a guy who broke up with me because I had one. 
Let's see. Not everybody plays with toys. So maybe she's in that thing. And maybe it's one of those things where you guys just aren't sexually compatible. Or maybe she'll lighten up or maybe you will find out you just don't care that much anymore. And so, you know, things will work themselves out or not. We don't know because that's how relationships work. Girlfriend, boyfriends, you figure these things out. You find out if these types of things are compatible or not. And you move on or you don't, right? It's, it's just how, you know, life works. It's complicated. And all these life's complications and trying to decipher all of these work, life, sex, relationships, parenting, trying to deal with all these things. It's, it's a, uh, it's one of the reasons that we need to practice self-care. We need to take it as importantly as eating our vegetables, as brushing our teeth, as taking a shower, eating your vitamins, blah, 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 blah. You know, taking the time to manage your emotions, manage your stress, and just take care of yourself is one of the most important things you can do, not just for yourself, but for those you love. And with that, me and Lubby are going to leave you for the night. We will see you next week. Where Do we have anything on tap for next week? Well, I, I think it's our Valentine's show. No, it's a little early. We got two weeks for Valentine's show, don't we? Yeah, we got two weeks for Valentine's, isn't it? Because Valentine's on the fourteenth. Yeah, but we're gonna do it before. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Well, then check out next week. We may be a Valentine's Day show. We'll see. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's possible. Oh, and that Saturday night, I may or may not be at a political convention on the on the. No, that's the week after Valentine's Day. Never mind. Oh. The convention's here in town on the 17th. Oh. Do I have to go? No. I may not even go. So, anyway, with that, sorry, we're all just sitting there getting all distracted. With that, from me and Lovey, thank you for watching us. Good night, and please remember to love everybody. Good night.